Nehemiah Perek Yud Bet. Nehemiah Bet is composed of two main parts. First, we have uh, lists, essentially. And then the second part from uh, Pasuk 27 until the end speaks about sanctification of the city by Ezra and Nehemiah. Understanding the first part of the various lists that are in this Perek is a bit complicated, so I'd like to give a general overview before we delve into the Pesukim. Uh, and we start off by the Kohanim and Levi'im who came up to Eretz Yisrael in the time of Zubadel. Uh, so it's a list of essentially the heads of the families of the Kohanim and Levi'im. And that takes us from the beginning of the Perek until Pasuk Tet. In Pasuk Yud and Yud Aleph, we have a list of the Kohanim Gedolim. Uh, so it's not a, a group of people in one generation. Rather, it's a generational list. Um, each generation of Kohan Gadol, son after father. Uh, that's Pasuk Yud and Aleph. Then Pasuk Yud Bet continues with a list of the Kohanim and heads of families in the time of the second generation. So we started off with the first generation in the beginning of the Perek, and then we continue with listing the heads of the families in the second generation of the Kohen Gadol, and then we continue uh, later on with the, with the Leviim in the third generation. So we start off in the first generation with both Kohanim and Leviim. In the Kohanim, we have we continue with the second generation of Kohanim, no Leviim are mentioned. And then the third generation of Leviim, no Kohanim are mentioned. Uh, so as you can see, it is a bit confusing. And as we go through the Pesukim, we'll try to give some more context to what lit these lists are referring to. Pesuk Aleph. Ve'ele ha-Kohanim v'halviyim asha'aluim z'ru b'avel ben sha'altiel v'yeshua seraya yinmiyah ezra. And these are the Kohanim and Leviim that ascended with Zerubbabel, the son of Shaltiel, and Yeshua, Serayah, Yermiyah, and Ezra. So right away, as we mentioned, we're going to throw them back into the time of Zerubbabel. Uh, so in Perik Aleph, we were speaking about the current Kohanim and Leviim in the time of Ezra and Nehemiah. We're now returning back to the time of Zerubbabel. Uh, if as we mentioned several times in the last couple of Perakim, uh, for, for those various Bifarshim who understand Perak Ted and Yud as a throwback to the time of Zerubbabel, uh, then essentially we're continuing off from Perak Yud. But either way you go, I think there's a very obvious question. Why are we all of a sudden talking about the Kohanim and Leviim in the time of Zerubbabel? Why are we all of a sudden going back and giving essentially a list of the Kohanim and Leviim? This question is best answered by thinking about what's in the second half of the pedic. And as we mentioned, that's going to be the sanctification of the city. So essentially what this pedic is doing is showing the continuation of B'nai Israel, how we're, we're going to show the link of the Kohanim and Leviim from the time of Zerubbabel down to the time of Ezra Nehemiah, show how that tradition continued and how the building of the Beit HaMikdash, which was started all the way in the time of Zerubbabel, has continued, finally finished in the time of Ezra and Nehemiah. And this pedic is showing that that chain of tradition, that that chain of legacy from father to son did not stop. It continued continuously throughout that whole entire period of time. The Beit HaMikdash, the building itself, might be new, but the traditions and the service of Hashem in the Beit HaMikdash is not. Uh, that's been kept and preserved throughout the generations. In our Pasuk, we mentioned several people. Uh, so Zerubbabel obviously was the leader of the people in the time of Kodesh who brought them to Eretz Israel. Yeshua was the Kohen Gadol in his time. And we'll see Yeshua come up again in this Pedic. Uh, so keep Yeshua in mind. He's the Kohen Gadol in the time of Zerubbabel, who with Zerubbabel led the people. We then have Sedaya, Yermiah, and Ezra. 
So we've dealt with a similar question before. Is this the same Ezra as the, the book of Ezra? Is he the leader of the people that we're dealing with in the current time? As we spoke about before, there's various opinions on the matter. Some say that indeed Ezra did go up with Zerubbabel, return, and then come back to Eretz Yisrael later in the, in the book of Ezra. That's the Aliyah that we see him doing. Others, and especially if we take uh, the modern explanation of the events where that Zerubbabel was many, many years before the story of Ezra and Nehemiah, maintained that this Ezra is simply uh, shares the same name as Ezra of the book of Ezra, but is not the same individual. Additionally, all these Kohanim that we see, starting with our Pasuk, with Yeshua, Sirayah, Yirmiyah, and Ezra, and as we'll go through the list, we'll continue with a bunch more of them, will be mentioned again in Pasuk Yudbet when we talk about the leaders in the second generation. And essentially what that means is that these people, uh, these Kohanim which we're mentioning, were essentially the heads of the families, and the family Mishmarot were named after them. Mishmarot, or literally shifts, was a system that David HaMelech devised to split up the Kohanim in the times they worked in the Beit HaMikdash. And what David HaMelech did was split up the Kohanim into 24 different families. Each family worked two weeks out of the year in the Beit HaMikdash. These heads of the families and these people that we're going to see, these leaders and these groups of people, were essentially the Mishmadok. If we count them, you notice that we don't have 24. So if you count the names over here, you'll see there's Yeshua and 22 others. Uh, so there's not a total of 24. Perhaps one of the families or two of the families, if Yeshua might have been part of another one, uh, did not return from the exile and were simply not there. Uh, another explanation is perhaps these Mishmarot were sort of sub-families. So one of the bigger families would have been split up into two Mishmarot. And so therefore we don't see it mentioned specifically here. We'll continue and read the rest of the people who were the Kohanim who were with Zerubbabel. Uh, who in turn became the heads of the families, Pasuk Bet, Amariyam, Aluch, Chatush, Gimel, Shechaniah, Rechum, Menemot, Pasuk Dalet, Aidog, Yimtoi, Aviyah, Pasuke, Miyamin, Ma'adiyah, Bogah, Vav, Shemayah, Viyoyariv, Yedayah, Pasuk Zain, Salu, Amok, Hilkiah, Yedayah, Ele, Rasheh, Kohanim, Vachahem, Bimei, Yeshua. These were the heads of the Kohanim and their brothers in the days of Yeshua. Shua, as we mentioned, was the Kohen Gadol in the time of Zerubbabel. We'll now continue with the Leviyim at that time. Pasuk Chet. Vahaviyim, Yeshua, Binui, Kadmiel, Sherevya, Yehuda, Matanya, Al Huyedot, Huvechav. The first Levi mentioned is Yeshua. Yeshua here obviously cannot be the Kohen Gadol, as that would be a Kohen and not a Levi. There must have been two individuals named Yeshua. Pasuk Tet. Their brothers were equal to them in Mishmerot. Essentially, this Pasuk is saying that we're not listing all the Levim, all the heads of the Levim, like we did the Kohanim. Rather, we're saying and they had brothers who were, again, at the heads of the Mishmerot, like these Levim. Perhaps these Levim were not as important, so only some of the Levim were mentioned because the others were not heads of large families or were not important players in the community at the time. But the Pasuk does assure us that just like there were 24 Mishmerot of Kohanim, there were 24 Mishmerot of Levim. As a sign note, when David said of the Mishmerot, in addition to the 24 Mishmerot of Kohanim and Levim, he also said 24 Ma'amadot of Yisraelim. And the purpose was, is obviously for the Kohanim to work in the Beit HaMikdash, 
the Rivinim to do their work, which was the singing and opening of the gates, and the Yisraelim to perform their functions and be able to join in the Beit HaMikdash twice a year, were also divided into 24 Mishmarot, referred to as Mamadot. Pasuk Yud and Yud Aleph will talk about the generations of the Kohen Gadol. Pasuk Yud, the Yeshua holidet Yoyakim, the Yoyakim holidet Eliyashiv, the Eliyashiv et Yoyada, Pasuk Yud Aleph, the Yoyada holidet Yonatan, the Yonatan holidet Yadua. These two pesukim were six generations of Kohanim Gedolim uh, that took us from the time of Zerubbabel to the time of Ezra Nehemiah. We're now going to list the heads of the families in the time of Yoyakim, who if we look at Pesuk Yud, was the son of Yeshua, so the next generation of heads of families of Kohanim. As we mentioned, all the family names are going to be familiar because they're the names of the Kohanim that came up in the time of Zerubbabel. There's two things I'd like to point out of the, out of this list before we begin. The first is that Yeshua, who is the Kohen Gadol, does not uh, have here a family name and leader like the rest of them. And the reason is obvious, because the leader was Yoyakim, the Kohen Gadol who directly succeeded him and his son. The second is that there is one more name missing from the list, and that is Hatush, one of the people who came up with Zerubbabel. Uh, for whatever reason, he is not in this list as a head of a family and list a second generation leader. Perhaps the family of Hatush was subsumed under another family uh, and therefore did not have their own leader at the time. As we'll see, this wouldn't be unique. Uh, the, there is a Pasuk which specifically states that two families had one leader. Uh, we'll get there in a moment. Pasuk Yidbet. And in the times of Yoyakim, the Kohanim, heads of the families, for Sirayah, it was Mirayah. For Yirmiyah, it was Hananiah. As you can see, the structure of these Bethukim is going to list the head, the family, which is going to be someone who came up with Zerubbabel, and then list the new leader in the second generation. Pasukid Gimel. Le'ezra Meshulam Le'amariah Yehochanan. Limlihu Yonatan Lishvanya Yosef Lecharim Adna Limrayot Chelkai Pasuk Tedzain Laido Zacharia Linginton Meshulam. You may notice that there are slight variations in these Pesukim between the family names and the names of the people who came up with Zerubbabel. Perhaps these names had some variations or changed a bit over the generations uh, as a new generation came along. Pasuk Tedzain Lavia Zichri Liminyamin Lemoadia Piltai. Here we see that Piltai was the leader of both the Binyamin and Moadiyah Mishmarot. Pasuk Yilchet. Lubilgat Shamua Lishma'ya Yohonatan. Ulyoyariv Matnai Lidaya Uzi. Lesali Kalai Lamok Ever. Lechilkiya Hashavya Lidaya Netanel. Now we'll get back into the Vihim, and here it does get a bit confusing, so we'll go Pasuk by Pasuk. Pasuk Kafte. Alvim bime Eliashiv, Yoyadav, Yohanan, Viedua, Ketuvim, Rashavot, Lakoanim, Amahut, Yavish, Aparsi. The Levim in the times of Eliashiv, Yoyada, Yohanan, and Yedua, their heads of families are written as well as the Kohanim during the reign of their Yavish, the Persian. Essentially, this is an introduction pursuit saying the Levim, the leaders of the Levim during all these times, of Eliyashiv, Yoyadan, Yohanan, who, if we remember, were Kohanim Gedolim. So Eliyashiv was the leader after Yehoyakim. Yoyadat was the leader after him. His son and Kohen Gadol was Yonatan. Yohanan mentioned here was not a Kohen Gadol, 
Rather, as we'll see later, he was another son of Eliashib, so an important Kohen in the time of Yoyada, however, not Kohen Gadol. We're not actually given a list here, we're said that it is written in the Sefer of Mahut Yavish Prasi. Now start with Pasuk Kav Gimel, where we have the actual list of the Levim. B'nei Levi, Rasheh Ha'avot, Kituvim Sefer Diver Hayanim, Va'ad Yemei Yohanan ben Eliashiv. The sons of Levi, who were the heads of the families, written on the book of Chronicles, until the days of Yohanan, the son of Eliashiv. Another introductory pasuk, saying that we're now talking about the head of the Levim families until the times of Yohanan, the son of Eliashiv. Now, we mentioned in introduction that this is essentially a third generation of Levim. The reason why we said that is that pasuk kafbet, if you remember, starts off how Levim bimei Eliashiv. However, what seems to be from these two, these two pasukim is that the heads of the families of Levim didn't change very much at all. So the reason why I'm saying that is, first of all, we know they lasted until Yohanan, the son of Eliashiv. So definitely at least two generations. But it is also possible to understand that these Levim are starting from the second generation. The reason why is because it doesn't actually say uh, starting from Eliashiv and Pasuk Kaf Gimel. We start off, Until the days of Yohanan. And essentially the way we could understand is Pasuk Kaf Bet is a general introduction to Levim and Kohanim in the times of Eliashiv and onward were written down. However, like we were referring to the Kohanim uh, from the times of Yoyakim, the second generation, who lasted until the times of Yohanan, the son of Eliashiv, here we are. I recognize that that may not have been too clear, and really there's many different ways to understand these Pesukim. Uh, so whether these Pesukim are referring to the Pesukim in front of them, the Pesukim behind them, uh, what time period exactly are we referring to. In any event, Pesuk Kaftal continues with the heads of the families of the Levi'im. The Rashi HaVi'im, Hashavya, Sherevya, the Yeshua, Ben Kaniel, Vachahem, the Nigdam, the Halel, the Hodot, the Mitzvah, David, Ish Elohim, Mishmar, the Umat Mishmar. And the heads of the Levi'im, Hashavya, Sherevya, and Yeshua, the son of Kaniel, and their brothers opposite them, praising and thinking by the command of David, the man of God, watch opposite watch. These heads of the families were the leaders of the Mishmarah who were praising or singing as the job of the Levi'im. You may have noticed that many of these names and some of the names that we will continue with were mentioned with the original people who came up with Zerubavel, uh, the original bunch of Levi'im which just makes this passage all the more confusing to try to understand what's exactly the theme it is referring to, uh, which is why some offer as an explanation, and we mentioned this, that the Luvim perhaps uh, did serve for a much longer time than the Tukohanim. Perhaps there were fewer Luvim to go around, a fewer of them returned from the exile, or perhaps it was simply a chance of luck that these Luvim uh, outlived many of the Kohanim and the generations of Luvim for whatever reason uh, were much longer. We also see in this pasuk David by the command of David, referring to David's establishment of the Levim into Mishverot, uh, along with the Kohanim. The pasuk ends Mishmar each watch opposite each other, uh, meaning that all the Mishmerot of the Levim were equal in stature and in importance. Pasuk Kafe Matanya Ubakpukiya Ovadya Meshulam Tamon Akuv. Shomrim, Sha'arim, Mishmar, Ba'asufeh, Hasha'arim. These people were guardians, 
gatekeepers at the watch at the gathering of the gates. Essentially, these mishmerot, these families, were part of the gatekeepers. So that was the other task of the vim, and these families had that task. It was kept within those mishmerot. Pasuk kafav, ele b'nego yakim ben Yeshua ben Yosedak, these were in the days of Yoyakim, the son of Yeshua, the son of Yotzedak, and in the days of Nehemiah, the ruler, and Ezra, the Kohen and scholar. This pasuk sums up all the lists that we have in this pedic, of the reason why we know it's summing up all the lists, and not just referring to Ludim, because it's a very wide range. We start with Yoyakim, the son of Yeshua, and end up with Ezra and Nehemiah, who are much later. Uh, five generations later, so we know that this must be referring to the entire list, and this pasuk is a pasuk of summation, saying these were the people, the Kohanim and the Liyim, during the time from Zerubbabel through Ezra and Nehemiah. We now transition into the second part of the Pedic, the sanctification of Yerushalayim and rededication of its holiness. Pasuk Kavzayin, Ubahanukat Chomat Yerushalayim, B'Kishua Tel Aviyim, B'Kol Mekomotan L'Aviyam L'Yerushalayim, and at the dedication of the wall of Yerushalayim, they sought out the Levi'im from all of their places to bring them to Yerushalayim, to perform the dedication with happiness and with thanksgiving and with song, Mitzaltayim, Nevalim, and Kinorot. So in context, we're now back at the Hanukkah Chumat Yerushalayim. The walls of Yerushalayim are just finished. There's a great amount of happiness in the air, and they're going to rededicate and reconsecrate Yerushalayim as a holy city. Now, the last three pesukim, Mitzaltayim, Nevalim, and Kinorot, are instruments. Mitzaltayim are essentially symbols or percussion instruments. Nevalim and Kinorot are string instruments. Kinorot are often interpreted as harp. Pesuk Kavhayt, Le'yasfu b'nei ha-meshorerim, u'min ha-kikar sevivot Yerushalayim, u'min chatserei netofati. And the son of the singers gathered, and from the plain around Yerushalayim, and from the fields of Netofati. Uh, so here we see the, the Levi'im, the ones who were singing, the ones who were the musicians, came from the surrounding areas around Yerushalayim where they lived. Pasuk Kavtet, Umibet HaGegal, Umisidot Geva V'Azmavet, And from Beit HaGugal, and from the fields of Geva and Azmavet, for the singers had built for themselves fields around Yerushalayim. I've been translating Chatzirim as fields. In reality, Chatzirim are cities with no walls. So open plain cities uh, where it wasn't a walled-in city, more like a village or a small town uh, where it would be widespread out, perhaps more of an agricultural place uh, with fields and things around them uh, to support themselves. Pesuk Lamed, Kohanim and the Kohanim and Levim purify themselves, and they purify the nation and the gates and the wall. Purification of the people was probably a ritual impurity, so perhaps dipping in a mikveh, uh, while the gates and the walls was perhaps more of a preventative, teaching the people how to treat the, the holiness of the city of Yerushalayim, or perhaps removing physical dirt and garbage from the wall and from the areas around it. Pasuk Lamed Aleph, they brought up the lords of Yehuda on top of the wall, and I placed two large thanksgivings, and I marched them to the right on top of the wall towards the refuse gate. Here essentially is a formal procession that Nehemiah is setting in place. 
He brings people on top of the wall, starts to march around the wall that is just built. And here it says, They purposely translate it as Thanksgiving. Uh, there's two explanations for what this is. Some explain this is Lachme Todas, or Thanksgiving offering, um, which is actual bread that was brought. Read and Ibn Israel, however, explain Todot as people giving thanksgiving. So actual two groups of people who were singing and praising Hashem walking around the wall. Pasuk Yehuda. And after them walked Hoshaya and half of the lords of Yehuda. Pasuk Lamed Gimel Vazariah, Ezra, Umshulam, Yehuda, Binyamin, Ushmayah, Yirmiyah. Here we singled out distinguished individuals uh, who are walking on top of the wall, Ezra included. Pasuk Lamed He. Ubibnea Koanim Achatzotzrot. Zechariah ben Yonatan ben Shemaiah ben Matanyah ben Michayah ben Zahur ben Asaf. And from the children of Kohanim on the trumpets, Zechariah, the son of Yonatan, the son of Shemaiah, the son of Matanyah, the son of Michayah, the son of Zahur, the son of Asaf. Here we have Kohanim going around with trumpets. Trumpets in the Torah were used when bringing a Shilamim on the day of Shavuot as a sign of happiness. So definitely very fitting for trumpets to be played here. We continue with more Kohanim playing instruments. Ve'achav Shemaiah v'azarel milalai gilalai ma'ay netanel v'yehuda chanani b'chle shir David ish Elohim. The Ezra Sofer Lifnehem. All these people were with the instruments of David. As we know, David is famous for Tehillim and uh, serving Hashem and praising Hashem through song. Uh, and Ezra obviously was with this group of Kohanim as a Kohen himself. Pasuk Lamed Zayin. Val Shar Ha'ayin Venigdam Alu Al Ma'alot Ir David B'Ma'ale Lachoma Me'al Bet David V'Ad Shar Ha'ayin Mizrach. Then to Shar Ha'ain and before it, they ascended to the steps of Ir David on the steps to the wall from on top of the house David until Shar Ha'ain to the east. Uh, here the Pasuk continues to give us descriptions of the procession that they took. Continue with Pasuk Laman Chetva. Todah HaShinit HaOlechet L'Mol L'Ani Achareha L'Chatsi Ha'am Ma'al HaChoma Ma'al L'Migdal HaTanurim L'Ad HaChoma HaRechava. And the second Thanksgiving going to the left, and I am after it, and half of the nation from on top of the wall, from on top, Migdal HaTanurim, and until the Chomad HaRechava. As we mentioned earlier, in Pasuk Lamed Aleph, there were two Todot, either two groups of Aviyim singing, or two actual physical Todah offerings. The first one, and we mentioned that half of the people went after one of them to the right, walking from the starting point uh, in the direction of the right. Here Nehemiah is saying the second one, the second Todah, walked to the left, and this one was the one Nehemiah was with, and half of the people with, with him, uh, and it gives the trajectory that they're going to give. We'll continue with that in the next Pasuk as well. We're translating Limol here as to the left, essentially like the small missing the, shi- missing the shin. Others explain Limol meaning mul or next to with the Aleph being extraneous. And essentially that would mean they both these processions groups are walking to the right. They just happen to be split in half in two different groups, but they were both walking in the same direction. Pasuk Lamitet. And from on top the gate of Ephraim, and on top the Shad Hayishana, and on top of Shad Hadagim, and Migdal Hananel, and Migdal Me'ah, until Shad Hadson, and they stood at the Shad Hamatara. Pesuk men the Ta'amun Nashdea Todot Bevet Elohim. 
Two thanksgiving offerings stood at the temple, and me and half of the leaders were with me. Uh, now, essentially, either if we understand they went opposite ways, they met up at the end, or essentially both groups were finally reached the temple. Here were the Kohanim with Nehemiah who were trumpeting. We only had mentioned before the Kohanim with the first procession group. Uh, now we're mentioning the Kohanim with the second procession group with Ezra. We're now going to go further and talk about the Levi'im that were with Nehemiah. Pasuk Membet, Umasiyah, Ushmayah, Velazar, Vuzi, Velhanan, Malkia, Velam, Vazer, Vayashmiu, Hamishorim, Vizrahia, Hapakit. The singers came along with Yisrachiah, who was the official, the one who was an overseer of these Levi'im. The last name in the list we mentioned, the Yashmiu, it's not clear if that's actually uh, the name of a person, or perhaps Yashmiu as in sounded out. The Yashmiu HaMeshorim, uh, the Mepharshim go both ways on that. Pasuk Mem Gimel, Vayizbechu bayom ahuz v'achim gedolim, Vayismachu ki Elohim simacham simchai gedola, on that day, they sacrificed a great number of sacrifices, and they were happy because God gave them a great happiness, and also the women and children were happy, and the happiness of Yerushalayim was heard from far away. Finally, after all the work of building the Beit HaMikdash, building the walls of the city, everything's coming together, all the people are together, uh, fortified in Yerushalayim, indeed it's a very happy day. Pasuk Mem Dalit. Ve'ipakdu ba'yamahu anashim ala neshachot la'atzarot la'tirumot l'rashit v'lama'asrot l'ichnos bahem l'isteh ha'arim m'na'ot ha'turah l'kohanim v'alviim k'simchat Yehuda ala kohanim v'al halviim o'hamdim. And that day, people were appointed over the chambers for the storage places of the Tirumot, the first gifts, the Maasrot, to gather them from the fields of the city, the portions of the Torah that go to the Kohanim and the Levim. For the happiness of Yehuda was on the Kohanim and the Levim who stood there. This time, as we mentioned, was a great period of happiness and a great period of beginning and renewal for the Kohanim and the Levim. Now, as new, as new were being appointed, people who would guard over and watch the portions that came from the Bnei Israel, the Tirumot, the Maasrot, the Chala, and the Bikurim that they brought to Beit HaMikdash. Uh, and people, once again, were beginning to live in the model of the Torah. And the Levim and Kohanim were setting up the infrastructure for that to continue. We mentioned earlier in the book that perhaps for the first time, Nehemiah set up for all the Tirumot and Maasrot to be brought to Yerushalayim, uh, which would make sense why now all of a sudden uh, they were appointing new leaders as well. Pasuk And they kept the watch of their God and their watch of purity and the singers and the gatekeepers as commanded by David and Shalom his son. These mishmerot were literally watches of the Kohanim and Levim were vigilant in making sure no Tum'ah entered the Beit HaMikdash, making sure all the tasks of the Beit HaMikdash were fulfilled according to the law, uh, and as well as established the set groups of singers and gatekeepers like David and Shalom uh, set up the mishmerot to make sure that every week had its proper 
a set of people and families there in the Beit HaMikdash. Pasuk Membav. Ki bimed David va'asaf mikedem rasheh ha-meshorerim v'shir tehillah v'hotot l'Elohim. As in the days of David and Asaf from early times, the heads of the singers and the songs of praise and thanks to God. Finally, the Beit HaMikdash and the system was being set up the same way it was in David and Asaf, uh, who were the head of the singers, had beautiful compositions of praise and Shebach to Hashem. Uh, the same thing was being established now in the Beit HaMikdash. Pasuk Mem Zayin. V'chol Yisrael b'mezru v'vel v'vene chamyan otenim menayot ha-meshorerim v'ashoarim devariyom b'yomo v'makdishim v'levim v'levim makdishim v'ne'aharon. And all of Yisrael in the days of Zeru B'vel and in the days of Nechamyah give their portions to the singers and gatekeepers each in its proper day and consecrated to the Levi'im, and the Levi'im consecrated to the sons of Aharon. All of Israel, this Pasuk is telling us, gave the Ma'asrot, gave the mandatory 10% to the Levi'im, and the Levi'im in turn gave to Mat Ma'aser, uh, their 10% to the Kohanim. And the point of this Pasuk is to show that this wasn't a, wasn't unappreciated all the events in this chapter, but rather the people recognized what an amazing opportunity they had, and were paying their due to the Levi'im and Kohanim, who made all of this possible.